Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830 KLAA. I'll be your host today. My name is Sergio. I have no co host of the AC team. Uh, Tony's up at Mountain Lakes. Uh, Ben's on the water searching for tuna. And Ron is resting after a two and a half day trip. So when I am going to go to, we do have two, okay? We have two, and I'm going to go to the first one that's on the line, okay? Who has his own theme song, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, the Earthworm from Max Fish Reports, Western Outdoor News, and IGFA, Mr. Andrew MacDaddy. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. You like that? You like that? See, you got your own theme. I mean, you must. Oh, yeah. You might be. Yep. He might be coming up the, the well. <laughs> All right, my other co-host, dear friend of mine for a very long time, who also has a theme song. I'm sorry, Andrew, but this one's a little bit cooler than yours. Okay. Without further ado, the director of the Penn Fishing University. I like flat top. Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, Andrew. Okay, but you know, I have somebody in studio, okay? Now, this one is important, okay? He also has his own theme song. Cowboys ain't easy to love, and they're hard to find. In studio, I can't believe this, in studio, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, Director of Community Services at Lake Elsinore. How you doing, cowboy Sergio? Fan. I'm so sorry. Oh my, uh, this but is my, you know, my somebody, favorite theme song. There, somebody had to be a cowboy fan. Yes. Okay. Very somebody. glad to. As you can see, I have my cowboy garb okay, on. I know just you guys so you can't can see, see this, this yes. but I'm telling you because this is radio. But he's got on a shirt with uh, with fishing a star, shirt, by the way, with a star on it. His hat has a star on it. I'm going to say star because I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to say I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. That's just like that's like wrong. At least I'm hated. I'm a, I'm a Raider fan. But if it's wrong, I don't want to be you right. Don't want to be so right. I love it. Okay. All right, folks. We're going to have a, a good show here. And I want to go ahead and start with, like, well, like, who's got that noise in the background? Is that you, Earthworm? Uh, it could be me. I'm driving. Oh, you're driving. Okay. Um, okay. Go ahead and give me the uh, freshwater report, please. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I do want to start off and say, you know, the Cowboys, they will always uh, have Super Bowl tickets available. 
Uh, that is something every year because, you well, know, the new my, rule. Let me tell you something. Paul, uh, a friend of ours in the show, sent me a, a, a bulletin that came out a couple years ago that said that from now on, because you know that the, both Tampa Bay and the Rams got to play at home during the Super Bowl. Just luck. So what they want is they don't want to give home field advantage to either team. So they said from now on, all Super Bowls will be done in Dallas. You know That way it lessens the threat that there'll be a home team in oh, Kansas. I've never heard that before, Sergio. Thank oh, you. I can actually give you. I can forward give, you. The, give me that to me. I'll Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> way to go. Way to go, Mac. You just climbed a couple inches up from six feet under. All right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's go ahead and start off with a freshwater report. Uh, right now in Southern California, the catfish are being caught, and they're big, and they're angry, and the first stop we're going to go to is Santa Ana River Lakes. The reason why I want to stop here is because every single week there is a double digit, uh, and I don't mean just one over 10 pounds. I mean one over 30 pounds, 40 pounds, and that range, it seems like every week there's one or two being caught, and they're being brought up to the weigh station, put on the scale, uh, Colby's in there getting the video of them, you know, taking some pictures. But the best part is about this lake, when you catch a fish like that, it is a rule that you have to go put it back, and every time these fish go back in to live another day. That's just what makes it that much more awesome uh, over there at Santa Ana. On top of their com- continuing to stock every single week, every Thursday, with an entire truckload of catfish. And it seems like every three weeks, they're putting in a double load. So, I mean, the opportunity for cats and catfish here is phenomenal. Um, you know, definitely the way to go is the Carolina rig, um, uh, typically with the bite on Mac, uh, the Mac bites, or any kind of stink bait, uh, you know, dip it in that Cajun bite on. And, I mean, these fish, they're coming hungry. If you're going to be fishing this place, I would say base it on the day that you're going to be fishing on. Meaning that if you're going to fish it on a Friday, the day right after the stock, there's no reason to throw out, you know, two miles, like, you know, as far as Danny can cast a jig. There's no reason to throw out that far. What you're going to want to do is start at 10 to 15 feet out and then let it sit every half an hour or so until you get bit. Once you get bit, you know, okay, well, that's the range that these fish are in. Focus on that range, and you'll probably get a limit, you know, pretty fast. Um, Now, from there, uh, let's see, from there, if you're going for catfish, you also have a a fisherman's retreat, uh, which is also um, uh, a stocking catfish every week. And then uh, if you want to go a little bit north of the 15, you also have uh, um, Hesperia Lake. They've also been stocking every week as well. Um, This week, uh, if you want to fish Orange County, um, again, another reference to Danny, because I know this is in his backyard. Uh, Mile Square uh, Regional Park is stocking catfish. Uh, same with Tri-City Regional Park and Laguna Niguel. So that's going to be Orange County. Now, if you're looking for, like, San Diego, Escondido area, uh, Santee Lakes um, also has uh, 1,000 pounds uh, going in as well. So there's definitely some options for catfish. Now, if you're looking for trout, the Sierras have been nonstop, full force, all cylinders. I mean, these fish are hungry, and they're eating very well. A good spot to go is the Mammoth area, the Bishop area, uh, Bridgeport, anywhere up there. Uh, these fish have been bite- biting very well. Um, if you're throwing jigs, uh, the hookup baits in the yellow-white, the red crab, 
uh, the chub, and then they have that new chub color. I guess they call it the pyramid chub, uh, which is a, like a brown color on the bottom and then with like a yellowish tint uh, on the top there. That one's also been getting smacked very well, um, you know, as far as uh, getting the trout there. Now, if you're going to be soaking bait, a uh, good way for bait, again, the Carolina rig. And uh, basically, if you're going to use power bait or if you're going to use uh, uh, night crawlers, um, I mean, you kind of fish them the same way. Um, Carolina rig, throw it out 15, 20 feet, and the night crawlers inflate it. Um, and then from there, uh, you know, hold on, and hopefully you guys get bit. Very good. And how would you fish those guys? Uh, well, which which ones? Uh, up in the Sierras. I'm more interested in the Sierras. So, it, I mean, it all depends if you're going to be on the lake. Uh, if you're going to be on the lake or if you're going to be uh, uh, fishing the stream. So in the lake, same thing, Carolina, spitting uh-huh. on the shore. Throw out as far as you want a stream. If you're going to be throwing a lure, um, same thing with the lure. Uh, what you're going to want to do is is find the pools. Um, typically, if you're going to be looking for the bigger fish, always start the first two casts in the front of each pool because the bigger fish always eat first. All right. Well, listen, um, I know we're going to go to break here pretty shortly, but I want to do a big, huge shout-out to our friend uh, Kevin. Uh, he's got the big catfish tournament and toy drop go- toy drive going on right now at Santa Ana River Lake. So um, big. Uh, I always love when I see a toy drive because you know it's going to the kids, and we we love that. And it's happening today, September 9th, and it's Kevin Kaiser. Okay, SoCal fishing buddies, good a good bunch of people. Okay, go down there. Enter, bring a toy, and um, get hooked up. All right, um, I got about a minute or less before we go. Um, when we come back, what I want to talk to Earthworm, we really want to concentrate on Lake Elsinore, not only because Jonathan is in the studio, but I also guess who I spent two and a half days with? Chris Nickerson. I okay. love Chris. And Chris, Chris is, is awesome. um, you know, he still holds, I believe, the, the record. record. And, you know, I was there when he caught it. Really? Yeah, I was there when he caught it, and we waited. It was during the first uh, Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. Okay. It was great. All right, listen, we'll take our first break, folks. When we come back, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more with the Earthworm, with Steve Carson, with uh, Jonathan Oliver Skinner. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? Darling, I will be loving you Angels Radio, AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. 
Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Go. You ready, Jonathan? Come on, Jonathan. Do it with me. This ain't the ice cold. Let's that fight that white gold. This is... I gotta kiss myself so pretty. Styling, wilding, living it up in the city. Got chucks on, but she ain't wrong. I gotta kiss myself so pretty. That's the part I like. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LA, the Zanker Chronicles, and I couldn't, re- I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. All right, uh, Earthworm, let's go back to you. But before that, I'm going to just say this Attica, Attica, Attica. Does anybody know why I'm saying that? No. Attica, Attica. You know, what does it mean? When you, okay, Jonathan, I know you're way too young to even know this. Plus, it's history. No, I remember the, the, the riots in Attica, right? Steve Carson, do you know why? Well, that's from uh, either real life or the movie. Yeah. Real about, life. Uh, Attica Prison. Correct. Were you in? Were you in in real life? <laughs> September 9th, today, 1971 was that. Was that. Uh, you know, I, I always do that. I always do today in history. So uh, today it's Attica. 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 All right. So this is where everybody rebels. Okay, it's just, just letting you know. It was a bloody thing, but um, September 9th, 1971. Um, Andrew, you weren't even a thought in your dad's head, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. All right, let's go ahead and get uh, get back to it. Earthworm, did we miss any lakes that you want to mention before we go into um, Lake Elsinore? Um, I mean, no, I really want to talk about our favorite lake. All right, then let's get on to it. Uh, I'm going to let uh, Jonathan just start it out. You were, you and I were talking yesterday. You were at, <laughs> you were actually fishing. So tell us about the fishing at Lake Elsinore. Yeah, the fishing is actually pretty, pretty amazing. Um, I'm very fortunate to be working for a, a great city like the city of Lake Elsinore, and uh, you know, I love going into work. And so um, one of the other things I love to do is fishing. So it, it works out very well together. I, I sleep intermittently, and so I wake up very early. Um, I got a buddy by the name of Dave, uh, and we go out. We call ourselves the Five to Niners because typically that's when the bite happens over there, over at um, the, one, uh, the most beautiful campground out there, Launch Point. And so uh, we fish what we call McGee's Point, over there at Launch Point, uh, the cats have been biting like like crazy. It's really really great. Uh, can't go wrong with uh, bite on any kind of attractant from bite on that you have. Um, I use a lot of Mac bites as well, um, and uh, the wipers are starting to starting to really 
you know, get active out there. Still looking for that uh, elusive 18 incher. Uh-huh. Keep hearing, you know, the fish stories. Oh, about- they are there because I've seen photographs of uh, my friends actually pulling out. I mean, they're, they're pulling up some 18 inches. They they do release them, so I know they're there, not in large quantity, but they're, they're ready to go. They're they should ready to be, go. Yes. And so, yeah, so uh, actually last Friday, uh, a week ago Friday, we did some stocking of uh, bass, um, cats, and some bluegills, some really good sizes. And actually, I put put out some pictures as well. And so we're really excited about uh, our fishery and how we're going. I want to thank, you know, the council. You know, you mention it all the time that when you have a council that's uh, invested in the city and they believe in the city, yep. you, you're, you're gonna you got a winning combination. So right now, you know, Mary Natasha Johnson um, is um, is really big on making sure the lake is getting better. Uh, you know, Mayor Pro Tem Steve Manos is, again is doing it, and we have this whole lake management plan that we've been been working on. Uh, you know, Bob Catfish McGee, oh, McGee you know, yeah. is 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 really big on fishing and and motorcycles. I already fishes every day. He right? fishes a lot. Almost, yes, he yeah. does, and, yeah, and yeah. he actually goes around to different parts of the lake, so he he doesn't uh, focus on one. And of course, you have uh, you know Tim Sheridan, who is really big on downtown. And when he did his uh, State of the City last year, uh, bringing it downtown, it's, it's brought there. a lot. Of, yes, yes, it you was were. Great. And so you know, speaking of uh, Natasha Johnson, her her uh, State of the City is October. October 5th, and it's going to be at launch point. October 5th. Let me see. I think I'm back from, uh, I'll be in the East Cape, October 5th. You know what? I get back on the 3rd. Oh. So let me put it on my calendar. Put it on the calendar, you and Rhonda. So Lake Elsinore, and it's the state of the city. State of the city. And you know, you would mention something to Tony, but... Because we were, he loves it. He moved to Lake Elsinore. Uh-huh. He was the um, small business of the year last yes, year. Yes, congratulations! And so he up. is so entrenched in that, in the chamber and everything. And we're so glad to have him. So he will be there. So, so. he's at Mountain Lakes this morning. He should be here. Uh, well, you know, everybody needs a break every once in a while. Even even Tony, especially Tony. Okay, but when was the last time, uh, Andrew? When was the last time Tony was here? Uh, Three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, about a month yeah, ago. So about- once a month, so he, he's like Biden, never works, always on vacation. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but we're, we're, we're really excited. And, you know, I was just looking at the lake levels. We're at 12, uh, 1243. What's the optimal? The optimal is actually 1240. So, so actually, we're, we're doing we're doing really well. Um, we get um, so we get it from several different sources. You know, we get five million gallons a day from the water district, and it's a treated water. Um, then we get rain. So we always think you yeah, know, a lot the of that upstairs right now. to to get the rain, uh, and then we get it from uh, runoff from different areas. And so we get uh, the majority of our runoff from Canyon Lake, and Canyon Lake. And I was just looking at their numbers. They crest at twelve eighty one point seven eight or uh-huh. seven one, and so uh, when we had that really strange microburst, uh, Hillary right. brought in some water, and they actually uh, sent down some water that we were pretty excited about. Right now, they're under by about three or four inches, so we won't see any any rain and any runoff from there. But we're holding really, really well. well. I'll tell you this: um, I remember, oh, I think it was two or three years ago, there was a big, huge storm. And that caused a lot of runoff. I remember it was a big deal. I drove out there, hooked up with Tony, and we went to see this. And we were seeing where the water came over. 
and I could swear to you that I saw fish come over. Okay, because you could see the water, you could see something coming down. Something was coming down, and it looked like catfish. It looked like bass. Okay, there was some fish coming over. So, those things—if they survive, they're there in Lake Elsinore. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. You got a lot of water. A lot of water makes for a very very good fishing area. Uh, well, I know Steve Carson went there, but you were there, Andrew, for the Dream Extreme earlier this year. You saw how much how much stuff is underwater now, <laughs> okay? I mean, I, I, being at the Dream Extreme, I, I knew the fishing was great there, but I had no idea there was that kind of fishing there because it was like everywhere we looked on every boat, somebody was hooked up at, at every moment of the day, I would say. A lot more in the morning. I mean, there was guys, you know, they were catching and releasing 20, 30 catfish in the first four hours of the thing. I mean, even we're, we're sitting there talking, you know, uh, to, to Bob and all those guys on the radio. And then, you know, for the uh, for the $100 bounty there in the beginning, the guy brings a 10-and-a-half-pounder in. I think within I mean, the we first – it was, was within the first 30 minutes of the show. Because, you know, we do the show live. Started at 5 o'clock in the morning. At 6.30, he's running up with a, with a, with a catfish. Oh, by the way, that, that yeah. tub that he used – was my tub your tub so that's the vicariously you, that's how the closest you're going to get a 10 pound there catfish. we go thank you so much ah, I, told, <laughs> and, 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 I told him i was going to hit him today so that's what's one hit all right go ahead and, and sergio one more thing about how amazing the fishing is bring i it. mean you know it's wide open when jonathan bring finally it. caught one in like seven years of the derby bring so it and let, you me, know it's let me quote him it may not be a that's monster but it's a monster to me there you go Quote, unquote. You like that? <laughs> but, you know, the thing uh, that I loved about it, too, is I was watching uh, the, the video uh-huh. that, that John took and, and, and Danny mean Jackson. Episode. The episode. It was it was amazing. And Rhonda, I, we, we almost had to change the na- uh, name to uh, Lake Rhonda because <laughs> her and uh, Mike, uh, Howell. Mike Howell had uh, had stringers uh, of yeah. cats. And, and, you know, we had wipers, and they were close to getting it. Actually, we almost had somebody bring in a crappie, I believe. Almost, Almost right. bring it in. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, the, the fishing there is amazing. And it's true. I, I literally go fishing almost every morning before I go into work. I think what happened is you have so many catfish that it's easy. Okay? I mean, uh, let's be honest. I mean, we were actually, remember, I mean, both uh, uh, Andrew and myself, we tried to get a bass. Okay, so we fished in every different area. But there's one point where we parked the center console. I want to thank JT's rentals for that. We had the center console, and we could see Rhonda's pontoon. So John says, let me put the drone up above it. And he goes, oh, my God, they're getting bit. They're getting bit. Get me over there. So we got them over there, and we came back out to hide. And we're sitting there with William and with uh, Tony. And um, well, we might as well fish. I don't even know where we were. Okay, it just he goes, just throw it out, and we just threw it out. Bam! Tony gets bit. I get bit. Problem is that the rod that I had, and the only rod I had, was two pound test. It was uh, remember Andrew, you had my rods and and my rod and um, Ron's rods. So that's the only thing we brought on the boat. We had them in the carpet, but that's what we brought on the boat. I go, oh well, two pound test. Let's try it. I so now I we get the fish up. We have no net. Okay, so so William has to go was it down. William? Oh yeah, William goes. Okay, I'm gonna try my my hand at noodling. Goonie goo goo. 
Thank God these fish weren't the huge ones. Because mm-hmm. if not, we would have paid the price. But two-pound test worked really good. I can't believe I said that for a catfish. I can't believe it. But anyway, um, there's catfish everywhere. You know, and, and speaking about William, I, I, I've been. it's one of those things where you talk about somebody and you need to see them. I've seen William every day this week. Just on a on a flute kind of thing, he was driving down the street. He came by the office, and we've been talking every day. And and actually, he's going to get me a, a rig for when I go out um, later this month on on uh, on a trip. Um, uh, hey, uh, Carson, prepare because uh, he's going to go after his first Dorado and his first tuna. So um, we got to make sure he goes out with all the right stuff. If, if William doesn't get it for you, you call me. We'll get you set up. The only problem is, keep in mind, I'm leaving for the East Cape, but I'm sure we can rig you up with something worthwhile. There's all kinds of fish. Okay, so Well, you know, Steve Carson, I, I when we go on uh, the trip that we went on, and I was very... This is the first time I ever fished with Steve. It was so great. And he gave me that list. And I still have that list. So Top five. Uh, yeah, so uh, Steve, you might have to send it to me again because it's all wrinkled I'm up. I'm sure he'll post it right <laughs> now on, 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 on Friends of Angler Chronicles. Right, Steve? Uh, which list are we talking about? The five rigs. I got so many lists. I list of lists. <laughs> it, it was the five. It was the five uh, most uh, rods that you have to have. Rods and real oh, rigs. Oh, that's, that's my favorite one. Yeah, so that was really, really kind of cool. And I was trying to, at the time, I was trying to talk to my wife, Janelle. Hey, honey, you know, I've been really good. I've cut the grass. I've taken out the trash. I've done everything. She says, you still got to work your way up to, to, to getting that whole pin list from Steve. I'm like, okay. Sounds good. So, Carson, you're going to have to. I thought of a list of five, five reasons not to loan money to, to Sergio. <laughs> Wait a minute. I never ask for money. Never, never, never. He just takes it. It's okay. Yeah, that, that just, yeah. East LA, <laughs> brah. East LA. Okay, anyway. Um, okay, so uh, a lot of stuff is, is happening. We've got about a minute left before we go to break. So when we come back, there's a lot of activity happening at the lake. So you can go fishing and then you stay around, stick around because there's a lot of stuff going on, right? Yes, sir. Uh, give me a teaser, like top three things going on in the next month or so. Well, uh, a week from today is uh-huh. Mariachi Fest. We'll be there with our conga line. Of course you will, because I brought this packet that says Angler Chronicles oh, on it. Oh, my Lord. And, you know, but I'll, I'll, show every, I'll tell everybody when, when we, we come, come back. back. Yes. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, uh, Mariachi Fest... I can't believe the earthworm can't make it. He's going to be on a cruise in Alaska, though. I'll tell you what, jump off and swim from Alaska. (laughs) Okay? All right, anyway, hang on tight. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. These sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. 
machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Hey, Jonathan, I'm happy. You happy? I'm so, so happy. I don't care, baby, by the way. Because I'm happy. All right, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, the Chronicles. And at least the Earthworm knows these songs, I'm sure. Don't you, Earthworm? The ones I'm playing today? I know Steve doesn't yeah, have a clue. Yeah, definitely. So, so the first one was Ario Speedwagon. The second one was the Bee Gees. And the third one was the Elvis, right? about <laughs> it, dog. Anyway, uh, you know, I always give these out. So I, I've been asked to do it on the on the radio. So here, here's one for you. Rule number one is don't sweat the small stuff. Rule number two, it's all small stuff. Okay, life takes a lot of challenges, and it can be pretty cruel sometimes. We're all going to end up in the same place, no matter how much money you made. No, no matter what happens, we all end up in the same place. Okay, however. It's all small stuff. Just remember that. Uh, I do want to do this on a serious note, folks. Uh, My dear friend of all of us, Terry Flynn, okay, he suffered a mild stroke this week and is in the hospital. So everybody that knows him, you know, he's very involved with Fishers of Men, involved. um, He's been fishing with me for a long, long time. Terry, we hope you get better. 
Um, just hang in there, brother. And he's in the hospital, but it was a mild stroke, so we're hoping for a very uh, quick recovery. Okay, so Terry Flynn, we're all with you, and prayers going out. All right, let me get back to uh, Jonathan Oliver Skinner here. Um, Joss. I just call you Joss. Yeah, a lot of people Joss. call me Joss. Joss. I like call me that. a bunch of other things, but Joss is but fine. But Joss so. is fine. That, that's a clean one I can use on yes, the radio. Yes. Okay. So you were talking about some of the activities happening, and we are going to be at a major event next Saturday. So why don't you talk about yeah. it? So real quick, I just have to say, because he's listening in, in Texas, uh-huh. my grandson, uh, DJ, who's an angler, big-time angler, so he said- DJ! Yeah, so he said, hi, Uncle Serge. So I just hey, want to make sure DJ. that-, that uh, that I throw that out there, but so we're really, really excited. Uh, you know, you've met uh, Giovanni Huerta, yes. who is our, our special events manager, but he's also um, our PIO for the city. He came from radio. What's PIO? Uh, Public Information Officer. Perfect. So he was on TV. He was on Estrella TV. Um, he's actually really well known. Um, can't go anywhere without him signing autographs. Anyway, he's uh, the master of ceremonies for the Mariachi Fest. Oh, now, this fair. is something that actually came from our 2040 plan. And basically what the 2040 plan is, what do we want to be in basically when we started at 35, you know, 30, 35 years? And um, one of the things we want to make sure we do is reach out to our community. A lot of times we do the basic kind of things that, that everybody does. But what we realized is when we did our census, the census was done, 62 to 65% of our community is Hispanic. And we haven't really done any focus on that. And so when uh, when uh, uh, Giovanni came in, he wanted to bring some of that culture to the forefront. So he came up with, with Mariachi Fest. And he says, hey, Jonathan, I think this is a great opportunity for us. And he got with our city manager, uh, Jason Simpson. And Jason says, you know, let's go. Let's make it happen. So the first one that we did, which you started the world famous conga line, um, <laughs> it it uh, we, we were going to be happy with, uh, you know, couple hundred people we end up having 1300 to 1500 people who came right. to the first concert. That was, that was, and that was the first one nobody knew what was going it, on it was it was amazing the 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 talent that we had that he was able to get well, this year you have danny jackson coming the danny jackson he loves mariachis i'm i'm crying on the inside and the outside because you know he's going to be there and let me tell you it at one point, we may stand up with Danny and start singing because if they play the classics, <laughs> Danny and I, Cielito Lindo, we love that one. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It was it was a fun night. It was um, perfect weather, perfect setting. Okay, the problem is that you put a bottle of tequila. Remember the bottle of tequila on top of the table, Earthworm? Earthworm, you still there? <laughs> He he's may, thinking about the bottle of tequila. No, he may have it on mute because he's driving, so I might have lost him. But anyway, so uh, um, we had a sorry, sorry, I'm still here. Sorry. All right, yeah. So then we had uh, pro uh, Jim Sheridan, uh, Tim Sheridan. Tim oh, Sheridan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, I didn't know who he was. He was at another table with his wife. Just there were two of them by themselves, and we say, you know, don't be by yourself. Come and join us, but bring the bottle of tequila because we were out of tequila. <laughs> And they joined us, and we they got in the conga line, and then I find out he was the next mayor. So that yes. was cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Tim, great people. You brought the, uh, uh, um, was it Jason, Jason Sage? I don't remember. I don't remember. Earthworm. Yeah, Jason, Jason, wife Jason and his wife came, uh, and that's after I met him at uh, Finn and Feather. So ah. we became friends from there. So just want to let you know, Serge, we, we came came full bear today because here we have 
your VIP oh passes. Oh my God! Okay, these ones here are are very special because, as you can see, they actually have the the E on it, so they cannot be duplicated. So only you and about I don't know couple hundred people have have this vip pass we also have parking passes for you so oh wow you know we make sure you get in there i, I you know what did, did you take a picture of these of course i did yeah po post them up on the that's what America. i'm doing i'm trying to do i'm i'm, I'm doing my they're, they're inner beautiful. steve carson on we're going to so. be wearing these and um yeah we, we just we just love the city and you know what people say you know you you're not really a sponsor it's more like family and with uh, with Tony living in the city, this is all man amazing. Well, wait, amazing. there's more, Sergio. Oh, there's so more. then you have that. Then you have your 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 table. Oh, Those table are all 12. the the. Um, and see, the thing is, as a VIP, you're sitting up front. You're right with. Uh, uh, you know uh, Natasha Johnson and Steve Manos and and Brian Tisdale and Tim my Sheridan, party animals <laughs> uh, Jason Simpson uh -huh. you know uh, family of the the performers are going to be there as oh, well cool. some of our, our our sponsors and so you're going to be right in the thick of things but one of the things that that Giovanni and I love this guy right he's you've met him he's just gregarious he's worked with a lot of sponsors and we actually have a tequila and mezcal tasting expo so I'm as as, as, a, as a vip you actually have uh tickets to go and do the tasting hey earthworm you sure you don't want to jump off the boat and come with us <laughs> i want to but you know <laughs> you know we can, we can definitely take pictures and and, and uh, we can toast one or two to him now what he's actually able to do and he's working with sean brock from uh uh, uh help me I can't think of it. Storm baseball. Sorry. Okay, yeah. And they have a commemorative shot glass oh, very that is cool. there that that any all the VIPs are. You gonna know what I like to, and then you're going to finish it off with fireworks on top of that. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So yeah. we we are going to it's it's a it's a nonstop party. It's actually starting at three o'clock uh, with the mezcal tasting and the and the music. He's going to he, uh, Giovanni has music the entire time and then the the concert itself starts at, at six so there is so much that is going on there. it looks like i'm gonna stay over i'm gonna kind of call a casino and get myself a room i'm telling you okay so yeah absolutely so um mariachi fest it's open to the public so people yes. can come where do they get tickets they can get tickets uh at lemariachifest.com so le mariachi m-a-r a, no, M-A-R-I-A-C-H-I. -I, okay, yeah, sure. Um, oh, there we go. Steve Carson, man, you're incredible. Um, what do you do already? No, he already posted it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Just go to Angler Chronicles. Friends of Angler Chronicles, it's already posted. Okay. And Excellent. see, one of the groups that that, uh, that uh, um, Giovanni was able to get, the, the headline uh, act is um, a tribute to one of the... Um, classic mariachi singers who happened to pass away before he finished his last concert so he was able to get their group to come out and perform um at the concert itself so we're pretty excited about you know what he's been able to do and because of giovanni's um wanting to put this on the map we are now the premier mariachi fest in the inland empire oh my goodness very nice. Just very, saying. Very nice. Nobody messes with us, bro. Nobody messes with us. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so yeah, there's, uh, look it up on Friends of Angra Chronicles. You got the Mariachi Fest. I love the, uh, I'm really interested in this Devo. 
Okay, it's called the Maria, El Mariachi del Divo. Okay, with Alma de Juarez uh, y, y, y la orquesta JG. I love that. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really enjoy this. I know uh, Danny Jackson's gonna be calling in at the top of the hour, and he loves it. And I know he's looking forward to it. So if you're out there, come out and play. Okay, we'd love to have you there next Thursday. Uh, they should be there. What time to make sure they get in? Well, they can get in if they're interested in the uh, mezcal. It's at 3 o'clock. Uh-huh. And then we have some other things going around, too, that they can actually come over and participate if, if they're not going to the concert. And then they can purchase concerts. We're having a taco fest and that, those kind of things outside, as you can see in the map over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that Ed? Yeah, Ed, Ed, be Eddie. Ed just posted a really Eddie. good poster. Well, he's a Raider just like I am. Okay. Yeah, you, you and my, my, my cousin. Do we uh, actually Bob play the, this year together against each other? No, you're lucky. Mm, you're wait, lucky. we do, I think. Yeah, because we? we're worse than you are. But you know what? In that game, I hope they win. You got Garoppolo, though. Yeah, when he's there. Yeah, okay, well, yeah. yeah. So he'll play the first quarter. When he's not modeling with you know, you know Tom Brady or whatever. Okay. He'll play the first quarter, and then we'll, he'll be on the injured he'll reserve. Be, yes, him, him, him and Dak will be on the injured reserve. There we go. Oh, God, that's terrible. That's terrible. Okay, but anyway, uh, m- one more time. Mariachi Fest next Saturday. The, it's the 16th, right? The 16th, The 16th yeah. at 6 p.m. Storm Stadium. Be there. Diamond be Stadium. There. Diamond Stadium. Storm. Yes. It's called Diamond, Diamond Stadium. Okay. Why is it called Diamond and that storm? Well, it's part of our. Um, does the city we, own it? Does the city owns oh, it? Oh, okay. Yeah. No so, so nice. Mm-hmm. It's and very, so, very nice. Yeah, we've we've invested a lot of money into it because we believe in having the best that we can. We have a great baseball team. You know, we were the 2022 uh, Cal League champions. Yeah, well, yeah, I want you, you know? to understand. You're in the deep in the bowels within Angel Stadium. I understand. This is a Padres team. But I came from Lake Elsinore where that's where we're at and we're affiliated with San Diego Are you spying in here? You're like a spy in here. That camera has nothing to do with me (laughs) you know taking notes or anything Sergio. I I can't believe you said that. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) I I just you know the thing that you see um, when you go to Lake Elsinore is the investment. Um, you've brought in a lot of businesses, a lot of businesses that were not there years ago. Um, I mean, pin in pockets. It's just it's, look at that. I remember when it was brand new, and it's the largest arcade that you have in the city. Uh, bowling, food. I think there's two restaurants. I think or one there's or two. there's there's one in within it, but they serve a lot of different things, and it's really it's just also a, a convention type. Because uh, that's typically uh, from time to time. That's where Kim Cousins, who you know, you right guys have a long the, history. The th- that's where they do. They've done the state of the city, and in fact, Steve uh, Manos did his state of the city in 2019, and there. he introduced I was there. Launch Point yes. at that time. So there's just been a lot of investments, and you know when a city puts that much money in, you know sometimes you wonder because you go, well, oh, politics, but you see it. See, that's the thing about the city. When the money goes in, you actually see it. A lot of times it goes in the pockets of the politicians. Not here, okay? Because if you look at Launch Point, that's a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, we were just fishing with Chris Nickerson. You know, he's, you know, he's just a resident. He loves to fish the lake. He says, Sergio, what they've done at Launch Point. He says, he goes, I haven't been there in a while because he's been traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes... When I saw the episode and we had the aerial view, he goes, 
that's a lot of money. I go, yeah, and that particular aerial didn't have the finished product yet. Okay, now it's completely done, grass all over. Well, it's it's finished at this point in time. You know, Bo Davis, who is the general manager over there, came up with a great phased-in plan for some incredible things in the next five years. So, you know, hold on to your hats. It's going to be, be crazy. But, you know, as you talk about investments in the city, Jason Simpson, when he was a, a assistant city manager, uh, worked with uh, Grant Yates, who was our uh-huh, city right. manager, to create uh, Rosetta uh, Rose Canyon. Yes, absolutely. and so that's a five field softball complex. We were but, there at the ribbon cutting. Yes, God, I you, was there. You, I, you I was there. Live, everything. I, you sure you don't live there? I'm I should. Sure I do. should. I should. Rather than actually, I've actually <laughs> we've looked at a couple of properties. That um, Tony's got I'm some room. almost ready to call Manos and say, hey, okay, buddy. I'm <laughs> Tony's little, got some room in his backyard so he can put up a tent. We're looking for a little place you know, to go stay the weekend. Um, it, it's good stuff. All right, listen, we got less than a minute to go. So um, just want to get everybody prepped up. Hey, listen, when we come back, uh, we've got to get a little salty. Yes. Okay, we'll talk, a little, we'll, we'll talk city in between. But, uh, Carson just got back from a three-day. I just got back from a two-and-a-half-day. We're going to get salty. I'll let uh, the earthworm give us a bit of a saltwater report, and then we'll all jump in. All right, folks. Everybody, hang on tight. Just send me your location. This is Angels Radio, AM830, KLIA. We'll be right back. At times I wonder why I fool with you But this is new to me This is new to you initially I didn't wanna fall But you gather my attention It was all for you So don't take advantage Don't leave my heart damaged I understand that things go a little bit better When you plan it oh. Angels Ringo AMA 30 Hi everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome 
Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM830 KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And you like the music, Jonathan? Oh, I love the music. A little bit softer than we normally do. I think it's kind of cool. Um, So let's get at it. Um, Earthworm, just in general, can you give me a little bit of a fish report of what's going on in Southern California? Yeah, Dorado, Dorado, Dorado. That's it, but that's the key. Now, um, can you, you have the information up north, Oxnard area, and then working our way down? Yeah, so definitely, I mean, they're still seeing a lot of tuna up there, uh, San Francisco, up north from there, down south on the uh, the Channel Islands. I mean, the rockfish are just going like crazy. I mean, they're getting limits all the time. And then remember, we have uh, uh, six days, uh, six days left, September 15th. Uh, down south here is when the inshore rockfish uh, closes. So what that means is that 300 feet and less uh, after the 15th uh, will be shut down for rockfish. Um, so you're going to have to bring out your electric reels, go deeper, bring your pound weights, two pound weights, um, and then uh, you know hold on. So other than that, it's been a been really good really good everywhere you know you your igfa and i can't believe you haven't mentioned this so I'll, I'll just throw it in there steve carson probably already knows this but the igfa is honoring somebody very special friend of mine uh, and he's on they're honoring him in the 24th annual igfa fishing hall of fame induction it happens today that's our dear friend bill shed from afco okay he's being inducted steve did you know that he was being inducted in the hall of fame for the igfa uh, yeah, remember you and I were at a dinner where they mentioned it about fifty times. Right, but it happens today, so I just want to oh, okay. say congratulations to Bill Shed, but also the Shed family doing a lot of work for saltwater, a lot of work for conservation. Okay, so you know we're people sometimes treat us as a bunch of killers, but no, 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 no. We, I think there's no greater conservative uh, conservationist than a fisherman, okay? So, anyway, so you're right. we got a lot of rockfish up north. There have been some sightings of tuna. Uh, but the key word has been Dorado, Dorado, and Doritos, okay? <laughs> uh, some of these fish I saw, uh, which just, I just got off the boat, very small. Um, I would highly recommend, uh, when you see these smaller fish, uh, Steve Carson, the lifespan of a Dorado is about five or six years, right? Uh, not even that. Not even not that. Not even that. I mean, the, the ones that, the ones that we're catching are between, uh, you know, it's tough to say because you don't know how much they've gotten to eat. Um, from like six, eight months old to the really big ones are like two. They're just, you know, they 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 have a, uh, you know, tremendously fast metabolisms, uh, kind of like we all used to have. And uh, they pretty much are on a seafood diet. You know what that means? If you see it, he eats it. Yep. Bingo. Yeah, so it's uh, perhaps one of the, I think it is the largest growing, fastest growing fish in the ocean, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's okay. the fastest growing fish in the ocean. So if you see a smaller fish, you just let it go. And, and here, when I say let it go, it does not mean you gaff them. It doesn't mean you bounce them on the on the deck, okay? Well, I didn't put a hole in it. I just bounced it. No, no, you can't bounce it. You got to bring it up, okay, and handle it in your hand. Remove the hook. If you can't remove the hook, cut your line. The hook will rust out, and it gives them a fighting chance. Okay, it's very important because it's it, it's these fish within two or three years. You're looking at a twenty pound dorado. A twenty twenty five pound dorado fights so great okay so uh on the dorado highly recommend 
Uh, I know they taste very good. I know it's mahi-mahi and all, all you want. And I know there's plenty of them. But, gee, wouldn't it be nice if there was plenty of the bigger ones? And it doesn't take very much for them to get that, that big. So, uh, Dorado, Dorado, Dorado. Okay, so, Earthworm, anything else that uh, you've seen? The Yellowtail have been pretty big. Um, yeah, the Yellowtail have all been in those 20-pound range. Um, I know the Thunderbird was on a two-day over the weekend. Uh, uh, they all, I mean, they smacked them. They had like 100 and, 131 Yellowtail and then a mix of everything else. Um, I mean, same thing. If you guys are going for these fish, remember, grab the liveliest bait in the bait tank. Grab something that's green. Grab something that's hard to catch. If a bait is hard to catch in the bait, in the tank, that's the one you want to get. Avoid the red ones. Use the, let the red ones, get everyone throw those in for chum. Um, definitely get a lively bait. Um, you know, hook it uh, the proper way, and then get it out there and let that thing go. And, and with Dorado, one thing to remember, um, as this fish is swimming and you get bit, don't set the hook right away. Uh, what I always do, I give him 10 seconds, 15 seconds even. Let them eat that bait. Because a lot of times with Dorado, they'll grab onto it, and they're running, and that hook's not in their mouth yet. So give them a little bit, um, and then, you know, and then enjoy the fight. Or, well, or hold on. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you there. <laughs> Carson, you agree with that? Just 10 seconds? I, I, I don't know. How, what do you think, Carson? Uh, you, you, a you, lot depends on what kind of fish it is. Right. Uh, fish like fish like dorado and tuna. They got uh, teeth. Suck the, suck the bait down. Sometimes uh, fish can be annoyingly slow swallowing them. I would say the most annoyingly slow would be halibut. Um, and you know, uh, typically I tell people three seconds. That's about. That's usually about right. If it's a big, big bait, like sometimes you go out there and you're you know, you're fishing for uh, barely legal 14, 15-inch bass, and the bait is 8 inches long. You know, it's situational, but, but well, I would say for offshore fish, three seconds is pretty good. Yeah. You know, there, there's, there's no hard and fast rule. But basically, it's like the way I taught Ron, there was, look, it's just real simple. You're going to get your bait out there, and you're going to feel them bite it. Okay, and you'll see that they start to bite, bite, bite. When they take that run, okay, then you count to three or five. Either one is fine. You know, my only fear with counting to ten, uh, Andrew, is that it gets it deep inside, and these fish have teeth, so they will cut your line. Always ideal to get them in the corner of the mouth. Obviously, you can't always do that. Um, the good thing with big, huge bluefin, though, when they swallow the hook, you start to kill them right away. <laughs> it becomes a little easier. Uh, because you get the hook deep tied in their gut, and so it's it's ripping their gut out. So it's like it's helping you bring some of the bigger fish. But these little uh, Dorado, um, uh, you know, I, you know, I was throwing um, what do you call it a cold sniper uh, was about I think it was a sixty and an eighty. It was getting annihilated, annihilated. Okay, didn't get them on the surface iron, but I got them on those. They got a little deeper. Also, when you see these Dorado, the one thing I noticed is you could see them in the water. Okay, so don't be afraid. You don't need to sometimes make these monster casts. Just got to get it in front of them. They, they will see your bait, and they will go to your bait. But they kind of wanted a livelier bait at first. With time. Or, or if you have an arrow. Or if you have an arrow. No <laughs> arrows, dude. Okay, no arrows. Remember, he's a cowboy, okay? And so uh can't play that game. Okay, so it's it's all good. Okay, uh, what do you got there? What are you showing me there? <laughs> I'm showing you a, a, a classic Raider vehicle. 
Oh, there you go. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. He's, he showed me a beat-up uh, forerunner, I think it was, yeah. with uh, Raiders on the side. What's, yeah. the, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I don't know. The bullet holes in the back are... Yeah, we got bullet holes. That's right. So you remember when you come to the black hole. Okay. Uh, well, you know, you guys are here talking about, you know, Dorado and, 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 and blues and everything. That's really great. I, I'm still waiting. Um, well, it's going to happen for you when you go to the El Dorado uh, at the end of the month. You're going to you're going to get into them. They've gotten into them every single day uh, this month. And if he goes to the Tanner, what's been happening? They have uh, not only the bluefin and the Dorado in the area. They got some sprinkle of yellowfin tuna as well. But you got big yellowtail that you can catch. And uh, be prepared because these fish are all over. Just make sure that uh, you have your drag set correctly, and it'll be good. The one thing I do want to mention, I want to thank my my dear friend uh, Danny Lynch, who, by the way, is in Florida right now, and he's sending me this information as a reminder. No rockfish in less than 300 feet beginning next Saturday. So, Sergio, the- I should add to that, and you need to check the list. As they always say, check the listings, check your uh, local regulations. Besides the depth rule... There's a number of species of rockfish that you are not allowed to have at all, and 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 there are species that are primarily caught in shallower water. But uh, you need to be aware, and you need to be need to be able to identify the rockfish. The warden will not care that you say I didn't know what kind it was. Do you think you'd give us that information in the second hour? I can try to find it isolated um, on the website. I'm not sure they have it, but I'll try to find it. Okay. Uh, would you happen to have it, uh, Andrew, that information? Uh, yeah, I can I can post it in a little bit here. Okay. Um, yeah. I actually got it going. It's, gonna, it's almost shooting time, and uh, a lot of guys are getting here to the field. So. Okay. Well, listen, will thanks for everything, it. Andrew, and I'll see you tomorrow. Sunday, we're doing a big thing for Freedom Boat Club. So uh, a little weigh-in for all the members. They're going to do a little uh, tournament. They didn't let me in. No bass tournament. They wouldn't let me in. So um, I guess I get to be MC. Yeah, it would be weird if you so, yeah, were. So. The reason they know. So, yeah. You know, it's funny is, is I actually went fishing with Sergio on Sunday, and we talked to a few of the boats, and they said, ah, the bass fishing slowed down. They're not biting, whatever. Sergio looked at me, and I looked at him, and I knew I said, oh, that's because you guys don't go to Sergio's Reef, Sergio's Flat, <laughs> Sergio's Rocks. And I'm not kidding you, it was just, even the, 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 it was a washing machine out there, and we're still reeling in bass. Like, it was just, and these weren't small, these were three to five pounders. Yeah, we had we didn't have was, a good time. Awesome. I just love saying we, we brought our wives, and to see their faces, yep. oh my goodness. Great photos. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And she got to, uh, uh, Oliver made Rhonda pink rod for the so we had erica using that one there was really good all right we're gonna take a short break here our number one is in the book so while we come back uh andrew sign off i'll see you next uh i'll see you tomorrow we're gonna take uh we'll do a little whip watch me nene all right this is uh angels radio ama 30 kla and the chronicles right back with the sheriff all right guys we're right back Watch me, watch me, oh, watch me, watch me, oh, watch me, watch me, oh, okay, oh, okay, oh, watch me, watch me, 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 oh, okay, oh, crazy. Do the stanky leg, do the stanky leg, do the stanky leg, do the stanky leg. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. 
ABC Math is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to hour number two, with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear this song, it means one thing and one thing only, that you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, listening to Angler Chronicles, and the sheriff is up the back. Not only is the sheriff, I'm going to have to say it, El Sheriff, because he'll be at the Mariachi Fest next uh, Saturday with a clean shirt, looking good with a new suit. Sharpest dressed jig slinger in the world, Mr. Steve Carson. Who's Danny got Jackson? that noise there? You mean Danny Jackson? Danny, are you there? <laughs> well, I'm here, but my name... I, what yeah, you called him Steve. Carson, called I don't Steve. know. No, 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 I, I have... Uh, I did call him Steve. Because <laughs> the noise threw yeah. me off. That noise threw me off. Okay. I don't know where that you, noise came from. You know came. what? Let, let me tell you right now. You could call me Steve Carson any day of the week. I would be honored, okay? That, that wouldn't bother me. Hold on a second, Steve. Well, uh, hold on a second, I have this background noise. Could it be his line? Danny, do me a favor. Hang up and call back in. There's a lot of noise in your line. Okay, Danny? Sure it's in my line. Well, I'll call right back. Yeah, hang I'll up and call, call right back, back in. Perfect. You bet. All right, so we'll see when Danny hangs up if it's him. It was it Danny was Jackson. Was okay, Danny. just call back in. Maybe he just got a bad line. Yeah, you, you totally threw me off. I'm like, wait a minute. Am I supposed to have something prepared? Wait, is, is Steve the, the Jig Slinger Jr. Ready. or something, or what? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was I was saying that, and the noise threw me off, and I said, Steve Carson, I, I, you know, well, you know, I get you guys. Hey, I have a cold, okay? Just leave me alone. <laughs> you got to pass. You got to pass. Okay, there's Danny Jackson. Now I can. Now the noise is gone, Jackson. Yeah, well, I, you know, that that's a rare one. In fact, I've got a brand new... A Galaxy, what is it, the S23 Plus? I don't know why. Oh, that's because you one up me. That's it. You got, I got the 21, 22, you got the 23. You know, and I got a 20. You, so. Sergio, it's a cold day, you know where, when I one up you. That, that's, a, that's a rare one. That's a rare one. Anyway, back to business. Uh, you can call me Steve Carson any day of the week. I would be honored with that. And so, good morning, Steve Carson. Good morning, Danny. <laughs> and, of course, Jonathan Oliver Skinner. Good morning, Jonathan. Nice to hear you there. It's great to hear you, Danny. It's always a pleasure. And Andrew McAvee's still there. No, no, Andrew, um, Andrew signed off already, so we're good. Oh, he did. Okay. All right. Well, first, I just want to get, say one thing right, right away here. You're talking about um, maybe it's good that Andrew uh, it, it hung up there, but... Uh, he mentioned letting a fish run for 10 seconds. I want to tell you something. I guarantee you 
in my, what, 75 years of fishing, I have never let a fish run for 10 seconds. Oh, my gosh. I, maybe I lost a lot of fish because of that. But uh, two, three, four seconds, that would have been max. And uh, They'll, they'll anyway, bite you off. The problem is if they go too deep, they will I literally bite you. In fact, I saw a lot of that happening this week. Uh, uh, these Dorado were, like Steve said, some of them were bigger, some of them were smaller. The smaller ones play with your bait before they make that run, and people are just waiting and waiting and waiting. They set the hook, they're bringing it in, all of a sudden, pop. And you look at, check their yeah. line, it wasn't bad hook. It was scrapes uh, on the teeth, and they got bit off. So, absolutely. Well, you know, it, Sergio, it, it's to each their own. But, but for me, 10 seconds, I would go nuts. <laughs> That's why he has to use a bow and arrow, because I've always told him you can't catch him on the, on the regular line. <laughs> well, you know, I know you always kid him about the bow and arrow, but uh, I've, I've seen uh, these bow and arrow fishermen for the carp, and I've tried it myself. I'm no good at it. But the ones that are good at it, it, it's fascinating to me. I love to watch them do that. It's just, it's a kick. But anyway, let's talk about mariachi music, mariachi fest. I know you wanted to go there. <laughs> you, you know, uh, you know me, Sergio. I, you mentioned Cielito Lindo, one of my favorites. I actually learned that song in the fourth grade, so that it, it's been around for a while. But um, I love all kinds of Mexican music. I listen to it all the time. You know, the mariachi, of course, there's a, there's a music called rancheras. Uh, there's uh, norteñas, my favorite being La Puerta Negra. And those um, Mexicans listening right now will, will know that song. But um, there's other favorites. You know, for Vicente Fernandez, who unfortunately is not with us anymore, he recorded Volver, V-O-L-V-E-R, which beautiful song. I'm sure they'll play that next Saturday. Las Mañanitas, Golondrinas, I wrote some of them down. La Negra, Jarabe, Tapatio, or the Mexican Hat Dance. And you know, Sergio, I remember when you did the Mexican Hat Dance uh, in uh, Cedros, and we called it the Argentine version. Correct, remember that? <laughs> well, this one's so, for you. Jackson, this is for you. Sing to me, Jackson. You hear it? Jackson, do you hear that? Oh, yes. yes, 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 yes. Cielito lindo. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll hear that. Absolutely. That's one of the that's a classic, you. classic, classic. You know what I like about it, and you're going to enjoy this as well. Uh, they have the classic mariachi, but they have like a new version of it, you know, a little more of the genre infused of today. So it's uh, it's really good. Who else is going to be premiering uh, there? Uh, oh my Jonathan? goodness! I, I gave you a little. It's 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 pretty pretty intense. And and you, you bring something up, Sergio, too, because what uh, Giovanni is looking at is bringing a new generation to hear the classics. So they have these young up and coming uh, mariachis that are going to be singing some of the classics, but adding their own spin to it. So you know, we're really excited. We're getting you know from kids all the way to you know young ones like like, uh, like Danny Jackson, like yeah, myself and, and Danny. Absolutely. Yeah, and so it's really exciting. Thank and, you. Know, you. <laughs> and the thing is, it's it's bringing it's going across um, cultures. We have blacks and whites and, and, and Mexicans all there enjoying a great concert at, at Diamond Stadium. Absolutely. All right. I'm uh, really looking forward to it. Let me ask Steve, uh, Sergio, let me ask Steve Carson a fishing question. Let's get back to fishing. A while ago it was mentioned uh, 
the 300 feet thing. Uh, now, Steve, does that mean that we can only fish over 300 feet or we can only fish over 600 feet? I've heard that someplace. Hopefully it's not, it's just 300. Is that correct? Uh, it's, it's 300 and I, I can't seem to isolate the list. It's, it's on your government, uh, website, but I can, I can read off the names of the species that you can't catch anywhere. Because what what it is what they don't want you to do is is uh, you know fish in shallow water catch some of these species and then go out and say oh I caught them in deep water. Um, so you know, I'm going to I'm gonna read it off, Sergio. If that's okay. okay, absolutely. I can't isolate it. Um, uh, black rockfish, black and yellow rockfish, blue rockfish, brown rockfish, which is a shame because there's a lot of those. Calico rockfish. China rockfish, copper rockfish, gopher rockfish, grass rockfish, kelp rockfish, olive rockfish, and quillback, quillback rockfish, treefish, cabazon, and greenlings. Now, wow, I, there's a few. There's a few in there that we would see a lot of. Yeah. yeah. Now, also, also, this is a big one. Um, olive rockfish are prohibited. But yellowtail rockfish are allowed. They are hard to tell apart. And also, for a typical person that maybe only goes fishing a few times a year, um, they look somewhat similar to calico bass. Now, they wouldn't to you, Sergio. But, but the olive so, rockfish is like, the common name is Johnny Bass, right? Right. Okay. Correct. Good, good. And um, so you just, you know, you, you, you better be able to tell them apart, is all I can, t- is all I can say. Right. Um, I did put yeah. a link to the... The full set of regulations, but um, yeah. I- anyway, yeah. So I can't isolate things like where it does mention three hundred feet, and um, uh, and fancy words, Sergio, like shoreward. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's your government regulations, and they're not that easy to read unless you read very slowly. Okay, there you go. So my my favorite, my favorite, Steve. Uh, Everybody knows this, Sergio, too, uh, are vermilion, or what some people call the red snapper. So they can be caught in 300 or more, is that correct? Yes, they are, they, they are allowed. Um, but, yeah, you've got to be in deeper water, deeper water than 300 feet. I can read it. There's also a list of ones that are specifically allowed, which is, uh, you know, which is, I guess, nice. And maybe more significantly, and, and uh, uh, lingcod are allowed, although... Lingcod are actually part of the Greenling family, which the rest of the members of the family are closed. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I'm going to have to bone up on that because I know Sergio and I, we're going to do some uh, rock, rock fishing this fall. That's on our list of things to do. So, and with, with the electric reels, of course. Okay, Sergio, let's get down to business. Okay, let's get down. Well, to you know what? You got about what, you have about a minute, right, uh, guys? Well, about, you know what? Uh, let's let's just wait. I'll, I'll hang yeah, we got forty five seconds. On. Yeah, hang on tight there, okay. Jackson. Because we want to talk about this next episode, the episode that's going on right now as well. There's just so much going on. Okay, I did miss you uh, on the boat, and I have a special message from Chris Nickerson. Do you remember him? Oh, yes, of course. He sends you a yeah. big hello, okay? So hang oh, on good. tight. Hello right back. All right, guys, yeah. everybody, hang on tight. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, 
We'll be talking to Danny and see what's on TV tomorrow. Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, the Zangler Chronicles. And you know what? It's just yummy, yummy, yummy. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio AMA 30 I was dreaming of bigger things and wanna leave my old life behind Not a yes sir not a follow up all right, folks, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLA, this is Angry Chronicles. And, uh, let me go right away. Uh, Danny, I apologize, but we got a captain calling in, so i got to go to him. And this will be... Ca- All right, yeah, it'll be Captain Don Ashley from Pier Point Landing. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning. I don't deserve to... Well, Danny, but thank you very much. Hope you guys are going to have a great day. Beautiful weather. Oh, my God. The weather has been insanely good. Uh, Thank God, because this season has been rough today. And actually, this whole week has been really, really well. All right, Donnie, what's going on? Well, a couple things. Enterprise is going three-quarter day every day at 6 o'clock. And he's he's targeting rockfish in the morning. He's not fishing local, and he's not fishing the islands. But he's fishing the rockfish. And it's just been fantastic. I mean, good quality rockfish. And he's... Gets everybody a bag of those, and then he's sort of in the area where the bluefin is. The bluefin come up in the afternoon. He's had several shots at this week. He's hooked quite a few. We're not really geared for it. Caught a couple of 60 to 80 pounders. I think yesterday he had nine hooked and lost them all. Like you said, we're not geared for it. But that's uh, everybody's still getting a bag of fish and a chance for the bluefin. And then the City of Long Beach is going every day at 10 o'clock, and it's just been excellent fishing. They're both fishing with the the fresh dead squid, dead uh, frozen squid, and it's been good fish on the rockfish, the sculpin, had a little bit of bass fight when the water cleaned up on the horseshoe. And again, the weather's been really good. 
I got a tip for the guys. This is my own thing. I don't know if anybody's doing it, but you know, most of the bluefin we've been catching is at nighttime, i.e., in the dark. So uh, I just don't know if anybody who's been out down here, around here on our local grounds and tried in the dark, getting out there and find out where the schools are in the late afternoon and then just work in that area, especially if they have a sonar and, you know, and then using the night, the jigs and soaking a bait. But, you know, you guys know that most of the tuna have been, especially bluefin, have been caught in the dark. I just think that's a tip that somebody want, might want to try and not have to make the long run to the traditional bluefin grounds. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you're right. It's been a night bite. Carson, what's your thought? Well, yeah, he's exactly correct. The uh, the effort, uh, nighttime effort on the bluefin is being done way, way out offshore. Um, you know, by the by the overnight boats and the and the day and a half and the two and a half day boats. Um, I I think that somebody needs to pioneer it. But yeah. I, 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 I volunteer you, Sergio. Oh, gosh. You know, I just got off a boat, and it's like I didn't sleep. Because you do have daytime fishing, and you have nighttime fishing. So it's like, when do you sleep? And you say, we're on the move. You sleep. Yeah, but you're trolling. Or something's going on. You check your knots. Check this. It's been brutal on the body. <laughs> okay, say for sure. But uh, Donnie, the, 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 the fish are there. That's the key. The fish are there. You've got yellowtail. You've got tuna and you got dorado on your overnights or longer trip uh you have tuna showing up here locally as well within three quarter day range it's a hit and miss but it's there if not you can fall back on excellent bass fishing excellent uh barracuda fishing or even some rockfish so uh it's good to be out on the water donnie it certainly is and like i say every year you guys get tired of me saying it but i say at the end of the year the best fishing is always in september and october and the best weather is in September and October, so now's the time to take advantage of it. And one other thing I want to throw in there, because I'm being a good eat two-shoes today. <laughs> there has been some fantastic grotto fishing, but there's been an awful lot of really small ones, and I strongly suggest let them go. They are the fastest-growing fish. And, you know, these three, four, five, seven, eight, ten-pounders, not a ten-pounder, but, you know, the smaller ones shake them off. Another thing is, is they're next to impossible to gap when they're that size. They just jump right back off the gap, and you know, if you catch one, take a quick picture of it and let it go. And just in a few months, that by five pounder can be twenty five or thirty pounds. So it's a good time to catch and photograph and release. Yeah, especially if you get some of those smaller ones. Also, beware because what may be behind it trying to eat it. Do you know that uh, what could eat it, Jonathan? No, a marlin. We saw marlin oh. jumping and. Um, near Dorado area, so I'm assuming they could be feeding on the Dorado. Okay, and Marlin will do that. So, yeah, no, but, uh, yeah, so uh, just be aware, and I love, Donnie, what you said. I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. There's plenty of fish. Some of it, though, is small. Release them, especially at Dorado. And please, when you release them, don't bounce them. Once you bounce them, that means bring them on the boat and let it hit the deck. Once you do that, that fish is gone. Okay, you got to, you know, almost hand lining. Talk to one of your deck hands. They'll bring it up with by hand. Release it over the rail. You know, if the hook is set right on the side of the mouth, release it. If it swallowed it, cut the line. Go get another hook. Hooks are cheap. Okay, and you just put another hook. The hook will rust out, and you got a chance of allowing that fish to grow. Fastest growing fish in the, in the sea. So uh, you, you let a, 
uh, a four pounder go, maybe next year it's ten pounds. They 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 have doubled and more than doubled their weight in one year period. So, thank you for that, Donnie. I keep telling these people, fishermen are their best conservationists. Well, it's our livelihood and it's the people. So it's, yeah, take advantage of it. I know you guys stress the catch for grappling and release. There are definitely times to do it, and uh, now's the time. So anyway, you can get off here and let somebody know what they're talking about. But you can get a hold of the PeerPoint.net, and that's for the Enterprise going every day at 6 o'clock. Bring your combination gear, load up some rockfish, and be ready for some tuna. We've been catching them and hooking them on the surface iron. And then the city of Long Beach goes at 10 o'clock every day, and again, they're both PeerPoint.net. And I want to put a plug in for the Tornado. He's pretty well booked up for the next week or so. And then he goes on a very important rockfish survey that he does every year. We were doing it for the last 17, 18 years. And they go up and down the coast and showing the rockfish, uh, helping to show the rockfish quantity all the way from a point our Guelva down the Mexican border. And it helps us to, you know, maybe even get our limits increased because the rockfish are making a huge rebound, and you know, we gave them a chance, and now maybe they'll give us a chance to keep a few more of them. Excellent. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, I hope they take the science and take it into heart. Okay, Donnie, how, what's the best way to get on a boat? Again, go on the web and do the booking on PeerPoint.net. Uh, the landing telephone number is 562-983-9300. They can help you with a little more information, but... That PeerPoint.net is, is the best way. We're not running with big loads right now. The weather's good. Now it's time to go fishing. Kids are in school. We still have kids fish free for about another week on the weekdays. If, you know, their kids are on a quarter system or something and then, or on vacation and they're out here. Give us a call and good fishing and everybody be safe. All right. And um, I know you didn't mention him, but so I'll mention him. Messi will not be at the MLS. He's down in Argentina. We have qualifying matches, which I, I didn't understand why they took him out. I mean, we're already qualified to the next World Cup. As a defending champion, you go and you just defend. So you're all already qualified. I think everybody's on a window right now. I don't even think this. I might be wrong, probably. MOS, I think they're even on a break too. Oh, right that now. would be good because you know um, that that's it's a FIFA type of regulation. All the teams see their players; they go play with their national team to get all set up. Say, so, yeah. So, well, anyway, so we'll, we'll hopefully he'll uh, he'll do good. Okay. All right, you guys have a good, safe weekend. Keep fishing and then uh, be safe and take care of all your friends and family. Excellent. Thank you, Donnie. That's Don Ashley from Pierpoint Landing. Okay, uh, Jackson, let me go back to you. Okay, and uh, yeah, but uh, it's good to hear. You know that because you and I fish a lot on Freedom Boat Club. By the way, Freedom Boat Club uh, tomorrow. Okay, they have uh, it's a member only uh, tournament. You know, they, I'm a member that he wouldn't let me in the. He wouldn't let me go ahead and participate, Jackson. Well, so, you're a ringer. Thank you. I was going to say that. Thank you, Danny, for saying that. <laughs> Why am I a ringer? I'm a I'm fisherman like everybody else. Well, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got some. I got some gnarly spots, though. Yeah, <laughs> I got some spots. All right. Uh, yeah. So tomorrow, uh, I guess the boat uh, boats go out at six, and weigh in will start at twelve noon. I'm hoping Ron uh, is there for tomorrow, and uh, we'll do the weigh in at Freedom Boat Club. 
Okay, and uh, check it out. It's gonna it's gonna be great. If you guys if you guys want to just come out, come out. Peter's Landing. Okay, it's just uh, right off of BCH and Seal Beach. Come on out. Come on out. Okay, Jackson, the floor is yours, sir. Okay, well, let's, let, we'll get down to tomorrow's episode. Angler Chronicles in uh, high definition. Stunning, I like to say, high definition. We're going to go back to the East Cape, Sergio, in particular Hotel Palmas de Cortez, one of the beautiful Van Warmer uh, resorts there. And we're going we're gonna to run tomorrow what we call Angler Angels. And uh, it's the um, all-girls tournament, of course. And I'm going to let you talk about that because we had some very special ladies on that trip there. But uh, it was and it was a great episode. So talk about it in a minute, Sergio, and uh, and then I'll give the times for the Marlin Valley. Yeah, it's a great tournament that uh, they put up there. It was uh, I think this was the second one or the third one we went down there. And Eddie Dalmau says, hey, you know, you guys got to come down and film it. When I said that, Rhonda goes, well, can I fish it? And I go, why not? I said, but you got to have a team. So we got together with uh, Donna Kalis, which is uh, now right, actually running Dana Point, uh, Dana, excuse me, Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. One of her friends, then one of our friends, uh, we had four ladies, okay? Uh, Mid-range on the talent, but it, it, it didn't matter. I mean, you could just go out there. So they, we went out there, and they fished it. They poured their heart out. Day number two, it rained on them, and they still fished. I mean, I, honestly, Danny, you and I, I think we would have gotten off the off the boat. So let's get off the water. But no, and you can see it in the video. It gets ugly, and they were troopers. They caught marlin, dorado, wahoo, uh, I think some tuna. So they did really, really well. Uh, they didn't win, but you know what? They had a blast. Okay, so uh, yeah. it's a great episode, great, great episode. You had the CFO, the Chief Fishing Officer, Rhonda Feinstein. Yeah, it that. was really great. I, you yeah. know, I watched it. It was uh, inspiring. You know, you get, you know, having Rhonda and her crew out there, it's like uh, I want to try to get uh, Janelle with Rhonda. Let me tell you, the the ladies are very competitive. I think they may be worse than the men. (laughs) But when they all come together, they're the nicest sweetheart ladies you can ever imagine. You'd think there'd be some... Because when the guys come in after the weigh-in, it's like, you know, okay, everybody's puffing them up. No, not them. They're all having a good time, partying together was excellent. So it's a great episode. Jackson, what are the times? The times are, of course, like I say, Valley Sports West. 8.30 8.30 tomorrow morning, and then again at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning on uh, SoCal HD. It will air, like all of our episodes, five times during the week, Sergio. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, so two airings on uh, Sunday tomorrow. Then you get a chance on Monday, another chance on Tuesday, another chance next Sunday. So excellent. Jackson, okay, uh, you take care. Will we see you at breakfast at Mel's? Uh, yes, we'll be there. Mel's Diner, Fountain Valley, 7.30. Yeah. Jonathan's going to okay. make a showing. Jonathan's going to show yes, up. Yes, I am. Got my grub on. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Look forward to the seeing you, Jonathan. All right, we'll see, okay. you, we'll see you at Mel's. Danny, thank you. Thanks.
<laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, that's good. And you know what? With all the stuff going on, it's a great episode. I'll be there on the 19th through October 5th. I'm going to be there for quite a while in the East Cape. I'm fishing the uh, tournament with Ben Seacrest. We'll do the tuna tournament. And then um, he's coming back. I stay uh, for a couple of days. It makes no sense to come home and then back. And then I'll do the shoe giveaway like we do every year for the poor there. So that's uh, Rhonda and Ron will be sh- uh, showing up after that. All right, uh, Carson, are you ready? We've got to talk about your trip. You just got back from a three-day, didn't you? I did on board the Pacifica. It was pretty good. In terms of numbers, it was as, as good as you could possibly imagine. We we managed to avoid the small Dorado. only caught a, a total of about a dozen Dorado that were all decent size, you know, 10-pound-ish, that kind of size. But we had uh, limits of bluefin tuna and okay, a pretty wide... Okay, hold on, th- hold on to the thought. Yeah, are you going to get in really deep into your trip on the next segment? Because I've got to go to break. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. When we come back, we'll get uh, Steve's report. I'll give you my report. And pretty much that's what's going down in San Diego. So it's all good. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Boy, I jump on a plane and go. I've been to Havana. It's really cool. All right, folks, you're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, the Zangler Chronicles. And let me go ahead and queue up immediately, Captain Rick Scott. I was just about to give the fishing report, but better getting it from the captain himself. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. How is everybody? 
Dude, I'm doing good. I mean, we just, you and I just spent, what, three days together, almost four. I did catch a bit of a cold. Okay, I'm sure everybody can, can hear it. I am. I tested myself yesterday when I got home, last night and this morning. It's not COVID. It's just a cold. Rhonda tested herself as well. We don't have any of that. But, um, yeah. Uh, I, I thought the fishing were was really good. And in the 11th hour, when we got into that bluefin bite, it was all you wanted. You want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, we had a bit of a tough trip, but yeah, when we were able to find some fish, they, they wanted to bite, so it was good. Would we have uh, close to 200 Dorado, and uh, we had that stop for bluefin in the last day there late, and uh, we I, I think we lost quite a few. We only managed to catch Well, I was able to, I hooked six fish, lost two, okay, but I was yeah. using... 20-pound test, a number two hook, so it's small hooks, light line. It's bound to happen. Both times, uh, I got bit off. You can see the line was fried. But there was plenty of fish. Problem is, we lost plenty of fish because you had to use light line. And some people, uh, some of the problems that I saw, Rick, was the rods were really not for 20-pound tests. The rods were too stiff. So yes. they would uh, pop off. You guys always got to remember, you got to match the rods. The rods will tell you, say, between 15 and 30, that means fish 20. If it's 30 to 60, means fish 40, 50 maybe. You don't want to fish on the ends or with that. a little more scope out, please. Oh, more scope. That means you're at the tanner. Uh, you guessed it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So you get some yellowtail. I love that. Um, when is the next opening you got? I don't even know. As you know, I spent all day yesterday trying to get this thing ready to go, and we managed to get it going. So we made it back out last night. Well, uh, you know, without I don't want to make it sound negative because, folks, this is extremely positive. Uh, things happen. Things happen on a boat. Okay, we had some, we had, uh, let's see, the first day we had issues with the kitchen, with the galley, okay, the oven. What did they do? We headed in, which was only four hours away. We were in the neighborhood, went in, topped off the tanks with bait, put on brand new equipment on the boat, headed back out almost immediately. We get out there, and the, your fish hole went down. So what did the guys do? They didn't sleep that night. Nobody took a break, and they filleted every fish, made sure they went to the freezer. So assuring the quality of the fish, working their butts off, and we still stayed out there and fished. And I know when we got in, you had a lot of work to do. And obviously, you're back out, so you got everything taken care of. I'm glad. And uh, get back on the fish, brother, because the fish are there. There's uh, the fish are here. Sounds like yesterday the tanner was really good, so we decided to make a truck out here last night. We just got the anchor down a couple minutes ago. We've seen a couple boil around, oh, but we haven't hooked any yet. So we got high hopes here. And see, that's something I see with Rick, because you know I've had the the pleasure of fishing with Rick and having him laugh at me while I'm fishing. But um, a lot of things that that uh, happen, you don't know. You know the stuff that happens in the in the back of the house when you're out there fishing. Rick and his staff are, are taking care of everything, and I you're mean, just they, out there having a good time. You know, the, the, obviously the the food part, the oven going down, obviously not being. But I don't think anybody would have noticed if the fish hole went down. Nobody would have noticed. They're you know they just got everything done, and the fish was very good quality. The fillets, 
it was great. So there was like no interruption, and and that's what differentiates a, a, a good boat from a so-so boat. Okay, a, a regular boat would just oh let's just go in the trip is done. No, 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 because the, the weather was fantastic. I mean, weather was really nice, Rick. It's the first first trip this year that I've had on the ocean that wasn't rough. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was yeah. Great weather. Yeah, so, you know, we got to take advantage of that. So, uh, again, thank you so much. Rhonda's still talking about her trip. 200-plus uh, on the on the, on the Dorado for sure. If you didn't limit out on Dorado, I told these guys it's real simple. you got to start... Uh, Picking a different sport, maybe pickleball or something, because fishing's not for you. Uh, it was so stupid fishing. I hate to say it that way. At one point, you know, you've picked the best bait, and I said, "Well, they're biting everything." So I, I got. Well, you know, one of those baits that are half dead in the in the hand. Well, put that out. I didn't even cast it because I could see the bit, and they bit it. Okay, somebody threw out a chunk. They got bit. Uh, again, they they fished. They, they bit the artificials. I got one on the hook. I bait. That was hilarious. Okay. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on, which is great. And the kelps are full. But the only thing, like we say, please try to release the real tiny ones, okay, which uh, I know Craig and I were doing that quite a bit on the smaller ones. You know, uh, one of your deckhands. Craig, I love this guy. He's my bodyguard. Okay. He's six foot eight, Steve. Barely reaches me. Six foot eight. Okay. And uh, yeah, so um, you know, we you know he, he would catch the fish for me. I bring it up, catch it, and then just release the hook and let him go. So it's all good. All right, Rick, um, you've got a busy schedule. We are going to see you again on the twenty fifth, okay, of October. I don't know. Uh, Ron's not here, so I don't have the latest on that trip. But uh, if you want to fish with us a day and a half with uh, Captain Rick Scott aboard the Ocean Odyssey and Angler Chronicles, the 25th, 26th, 27th, okay, we'll be on the boat. Go to uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com, right? Yep, OceanOdysseyFishing.com or give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. Well, I tell you, I really do appreciate Everything you do, and you know, I like it sometimes when things go wrong, you get to see how the organization works. And um, you, you got a tight ship, you've, you Rick, you've always had a tight ship, but people don't realize. And some of these people didn't even know what's going on. I do, I've been on boats so long, so many times, I, you know, when something's just not right. But you know what? It worked out, and this, and the reason it worked out is because of your leadership and your crew unbelievable so my my best to all of them say say hope say hey a big huge hug to tiny and chris and uh and mike and desi in the galley uh, unbelievable crew you've done really good and of course mike your second ticket absolutely yep okay all right well thank you and uh as you know it's always a pleasure having you guys on the boat it seems like uh, we never strike out we always seem to find fish when you guys are on the boat well, that's all you, brother. All I can do, like I always say that when they go fishing with me, all I can do is put you on the fish, and you put us on the fish every single time. So thanks, because we had a. You saw every time you came by, I was on. Rhonda got a, got fish. So if Rhonda gets tuna and all the all the Dorado you wanted. Uh, there may still be hope for you, uh, Jonathan. <laughs> well, as long as I can be like Rhonda and also get a a, a picture. We're, Rick. We're, well, just put on a, a skirt and you'll be just fine. You know that's uh, <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, uh, all the ladies got tuna. All the ladies got dorado. 
We had three ladies on the boat. All three of them just killed it. And Shay got a couple of nice Dorado to boot. So that, that was a pretty good. So excellent. All right, Rick. Again, thanks for all your work. Thanks for all the, the stuff that you do for the ladies, for the kids, uh, getting everybody tagged in. And so, thank you so much. Yep, my pleasure. You know, as always, we look forward to seeing you soon. I, I bet we see you before uh, before you think we're going to see you. You know what? If this fishing continues, as soon as I get back from the East Cape, I have a little, little bit of window there. Maybe I can cheat and uh, have Ron take care of the radio show and I'll come with you. Okay, we'll go fishing. Yeah, we'll go to Friday night. You know, I can always call in from the wheelhouse like you, so it's all good. That's right. That's all right. right. Excellent. Thanks, uh, Rick, and uh, Thank give, all, give all the information one more time. OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Look at the schedule right online. Look up or give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. Appreciate it, my friend. All right, take care. Have a great week, and we look forward to talking to everybody next weekend. You got it, Captain Rick Scott, Ocean Odyssey out of H and M Landing. Jonathan, we got maybe we'll we'll do a little sneak trip. There, there, I can see a window here in my schedule before the Ocean Odyssey trip on the twenty fifth. Uh, that we could just sneak on and, and just go and. and it depends. I, we got a lot of travel coming. I'm going to, oh. to Dallas and stuff. So. Well, you're not going to catch tuna in Dallas. What? You're not going to catch tuna in Dallas. <laughs> I know that, but, you know, my son's there. You Are you going to watch a game? Uh, actually, no. I'm actually speaking at a conference. Good. So. Good. Don't, that way you don't watch him lose. Oh, uh, That's good. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? I'm actually talking about uh, recognition. I, I, I really big on, on taking care of staff, uh, both up and down. And so it's the National uh, Recreation and uh, Park Association Conference. Uh, eight, as I say, 8,000 of, of our closest friends are, wow. are going to be there. And, and so I'm doing one. It's called Shot Up From the Rooftop. And it has to do with uh, recognition and, and um and uh, we're going to be telling some stories about um, some great things that have happened to myself and also my, my co-presenter, Nikki Ginger. So, okay, well, so. since that's recognition, let me recognize right now Mr. Steve Carson. <laughs> Steve Carson, we got a little bit of sprinkle from Rick. Why don't you tell us about your trip on the uh, American Angler? Not the American Angler, the Pacifica. Oh, the American Pacifica. Angler still coming up. Okay. Still to come. But um, yeah, we did. We we did very well. First day, we we came close to limiting out on bluefin tuna. Uh, the, you know, the school grade ones are pretty wide range of sizes, from uh, you know a few little ones that were like ten, fifteen pounds, on up to about forty, forty-five pounds, biting extremely well during the day. But just like for you, uh, on light line with live bait, it, you know, it started in the late afternoon, maybe four thirty-ish. And then as it started to get dark, they started to bite the jigs. And then when it got into the full dark, they were only biting the jigs. And uh, it's better to to fish jigs at night anyway, because trying to fish live bait, you're just going to get in a tangle. And uh, so we did very well. We left a little bit of of, uh, limit cap to allow us to catch some, some bigger grade bluefin we were hoping at some point later. Then we went over to the... um, to the Cortez Bank for our second day, and again found very, very good yellowtail fishing, very mixed grade, anything from ten pounds to, and as you say, as you say it, after you weigh it, uh, our biggest yellowtail was twenty-seven and a half pounds. <laughs> Whatever you wanted to catch yellowtail on, you could catch yellowtail. Uh, they were biting the surface iron, they were biting poppers. Uh, 
There was one gentleman that revived the technique. I haven't done it 20 years. It was working great. Uh, skip jigging. It's physically a little bit hard for how do we put this gently. Mature great anglers. <laughs> but um, it does work well. And uh, yo-yo, live bait, whatever you, you wanted to catch them on. Of course, I was playing around with the, uh, with the slow pitch jigging. And uh, uh, we didn't quite get our limits of yellowtail, but we had all we wanted. And we saved the third day uh, for uh, kind of to chase around the larger grade bluefin. They were a little bit elusive, um, and we hooked uh, maybe 10 or 12 of them and caught about half of that number. Uh, there were some heartbreaks. Uh, the ones that we hooked on the kite with the flying fish with the heavy gear, we landed those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, they, when we, we were hooking... You know, 90, 100 pounder. Steve, 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 let me stop you there. Go ahead. Uh, When when you're fishing these fish, I mean, they didn't want the heavy line. 25 you could get away with. 20 was ideal. But these fish were not small. And then they wanted a very, very tiny hook. So you had to get that hook just right. uh, Because there was a lot of... A lot of spaces this little hook could go, so it got interesting. It got challenging, you know. Yeah, so. well, yeah, you're you're correct. Now, luckily, like I say, we had more than more than three quarter limits. I would say we had ninety ninety five percent limits. We just left a little bit of cap on the top there to fish for the bigger ones. So we did. I hate to say this, we didn't have to fish with the light tackle. Yes, we could have okay. gotten to bite the light tackle and lost them. But we didn't have to do that, so we were fishing with 50-pound line and up with the live bait, and even then, some nice fish were hooked and battled for a long time and uh, had some heartbreaking losses, and we hooked some on the very heavy tackle with the... uh, with the flying fish under the kite. Well, you know, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I'm going to go commercial, but you're right. Lucky you. We didn't have that luck. Even the Dorado wanted lighter line. Okay? You get bit by very rare on 30. Anyway, everybody, hang on tight. Remember, folks, count your blessings, not your problems. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30KLA. With Chronicles, we'll be right back. Radio AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. 
I love it because you're just waiting to see what song this is. How huh? that is. All right, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM and 30K, LA, the Zangler Chronicles. The name of this song is Sail by AWOL Nation. I just think it's, it's really good. All right, all right, let me go back. All right, Carson, it's up to you, bud. Okay, where do we leave off? Anyway, yeah, we hooked, uh, we, we were fortunate in that we weren't, how do we put this, desperate for a bite. We didn't have to fish for the 100-pounders with 20-pound line. We had reasonably heavy tackle, but even with that, um, we had some, uh, some long fights, some heartbreaks, but everybody was pretty happy with it, and um, we can't, you know, um, you know the, the crew in the Pacifica is awesome. The food was awesome. Um, uh, we had not too much in the way of tackle failures. Uh, again, on the last day, just some long, long fights that that ultimately the fish won. And um, I, I can't say enough about the whole trip. And you're right, the weather was nice, too. Yeah, the weather really cooperated. Now, this is what I would tell you uh, folks right now. If you're going to go out, you definitely have to have one one outfit in the hundred to fish a hundred pound test or above 80 is not enough guys okay uh get a hundred pound uh setup so you can fish 120 liter i was using a liter those two the 200 pound on my jig okay it's nighttime they can't see it don't worry about it and they don't care but then during the day right now at least for me in our trip 20 to 30 pound was the key 20 25 30 Anything over 30 did not get bit. 30 got somewhat bit. 25 was ideal. Uh, 20 got bit very well, but you had the casualties, more casualties. So just make sure that your drags are set accordingly. A lot of these rods that people were using are not meant for 20 or 25 pound test. They're too stiff. So when they, it's just, they don't give. I, I, Believe it or not, and I know Oliver's going to kill me for this, but uh, he let me borrow one of the uh, prototype that's all glass. Steve, I was fishing with, uh, let's see, the, the, the closest I can say is probably a CalStar 196. Remember those? One uh, Yeah, I, as, as I've often said, everything old is new again. Um, fiberglass yep. rods are very, very good for a lot of different things. They're very forgiving. Uh, but but you really hit on on a big thing that people tend to forget. They either ignore the line rating of the rod. They don't even look at it. Or don't even know what it is. And um, what you want to do, you don't have you don't have to fish the dead mathematical middle of your line rating. But don't be on the upper end of it, and don't be on the lower end of it. Um, that's you know really just a theoretical on there. Be as close to the middle as you can get. And then you're gonna, the rod is gonna be able to perform and do what you want it to do. And uh, as much as we wish that such a thing existed, there is no such thing as an all-around rod. No, no, no. Especially no. when you're fishing in salt water, where you may have fish that are, you know, you may be catching Dorado one hour, five to ten pound Dorado, and an hour later you might be catching two hundred pound. A bluefin tuna. The, the, old, the only the rod never move. The only rod that gets close is the bass rod. And, and remember, my go. bass rod is rated twenty-five to forty-five, so it's a bit and, of a cheater. And, and Sergio, the bass <clears throat> rod is only good for everything 
for you. Yes. Okay. And Steve, you, you know, have to know your equipment. So yeah, cool. I'm looking here at the at the photos, and thank you for posting that because I'm looking at a at one with you with you know seems like a, a, a very small rod in a, in a reel, and you you picked it. Is that a yellow slow pitch jig? Slow, okay. yeah, the slow pitch jig, and then the next one is this beefy guy. With a, is that a blue? Is that a? What is where, that? Uh, where are you? An angler, friends of angler, Chronicles? Fr- fr- friends of angler Chronicles. That one there, and you're looking uh, at the size of the yeah, rigs that, he, that they have, and and so you know I love fishing, but I love to learn about fishing. So, you know this kind of discussion that you and and, and Sergio and Ron and, and and Tony have about rigs and and the importance of them. I think you know just right now, what I took away from that is is when they have that line. It says between this and this, try to get in the middle because that gives you more leeway and versatility both ways. Steve, do you want to respond? Well, yeah, um, and that's exactly right. The analogy that I use is golf clubs, okay? Uh, Not only would you not try to go out on the PGA Tour, you wouldn't even really go to a pitch and putt course with one club because each golf club does a fairly specific job. And same thing with fishing rods. Um, also, and Sergio, you, you've described that many times, sometimes the fish really want to bite. They'll bite anything you throw in the water, so you might as well use heavy line. Um, sometimes they, they just don't want to bite, and the only way that you even have a chance to catch a fish is to use relatively light tackle. Are you going to lose some? Yes, you are. Also, when you're, when you're trying to catch a big fish on light tackle, you, and you know what? I love Wally World. I shop there all the time. Your $39 Wally World rod and reel is not going to cut it on bluefin tuna or, or even really yellowtail. So go to your favorite tackle store. Tell them exactly what you're going to do and uh, you know, get something that, that, that's going to work. Also, just about all the landings now, because the bluefin have been biting for you know, a number of years, this is not a fluke, this is not an accident. This is, you know, the new normal, the new reality. The big bluefin are out there. All the landings rent quality tackle. Not only, not, not only the landings, Rick had rods on the boat if he wanted to rent them as well. Okay, yeah. so there, there's plenty of, of opportunities. Rick is doing that out of self-defense because a lot of people say, oh, what I have is just fine. And don't bother to stop at the landing to rent it. And then they get out on Rick's boat or any of the boats, and they're completely, uh, you know, uh, outgunned and outclassed. And Rick wants to make sure that, you know, people have a fun time and people catch some fish. So, you know, when he's, when he's 80 miles out, he needs to make sure he can go, oh, okay, I have a rod and reel for you right here. Right. That's it. That's it right there. All right, so be be very prepared, guys. But uh, right now, the type of fishing that I saw that I experienced, twenty five pound test. That's what I'm gonna say. That that that's gotta be your signature. Okay, the nighttime will be heavier line. But right now, if you want to get bit, like Steve said, if you even want a chance, because I mean, yeah, forty would be great. But you gotta be, get bit, okay? And yeah, you're gonna bust off on twenty, but you got bit. All right, you know, uh, like I said, I, I hooked up six times, landed four fish. Okay, well, I actually landed two. I hooked and handed two others. But 
it, it's it, it's unfortunate that you are going to bust off, and that's the one. I, the reason I question uh, Andrew because. I let one fish eat it too long, apparently, when, when I get bit off. That's what happened. The line is going through their teeth. So if I have them in the corner of the mouth, it wouldn't happen. Now, I use J-hooks unless the fish are over 100 uh, tuna, and maybe I should have used a circle hook. Make sure it's in the corner of the mouth the whole time. So um, it's good stuff going on. Well, okay, let's put this out here. I'm 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 going fishing uh, on an overnight. We were just so talking let's about rec- that. Give, you want recommendations? Yeah. So I'm going on an overnight. It's right. uh, with something fishy. You know, Derek. Right. I got to meet the guy. He's really really cool. So he's doing this overnight. We had it planned for Hillary, and it got canceled. So now it's going to be the the 21st and 22nd, and so at, at night. You know, we're going to be doing some night fishing. What's the rig I need to take coming out of Long Beach? We're going 100 pound test, two speed. Okay, 100 pound test, two <laughs> would speed. You, would you say something? I mean, that would be the basic, well, okay. right, Carson? I, I would correct that. But if you even talk about what's the rig I need to bring, you've already made a mistake. Why? It's rigs plural. Rigs plural. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm sorry, your yes. Your neighbor or your brother in law says, Oh, I went out last week and I only used fill in the blank doesn't matter you can be the boat can be sitting and drifting along for five six seven hours and you might only use one rod and you might have five different grades of fish to come through and if you can't you know match what's going on you're going to be disappointed you're either not going to get a bite because your gear is too heavy or you're going to hook a fish and lose it you're going to hook the biggest fish of your life you've been fishing all your life Spending money, spending time, uh, you know, wishing, hoping you hook the biggest fish of your life and you lose it because you didn't bring the right thing. Right, well, that's rich, what he's saying. And it's Carson, I've got, I've got less plural. than a minute here. But oh, so bottom line, you, you're talking night fishing, right? For night fishing, I, okay. I am taking a couple a of rigs big, with me. Big, Steve taught me that much. Big so. reel, yes. yeah. two speed, hundred okay. pound spectra, and then hundred pound or hundred and thirty or even two hundred pound floral on top. Make sure that they clamp your lines to a knife jig. Um, they'll do it on the boat. If not, get it rigged before you go. If not, you can borrow one of mine. Okay, <laughs> and that's what you need for night. The, during the day is easy stuff. Okay, but at night you need the heavier, 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 heavier gear. All right. Well, I'm working so, with William, and William's got a rig for. He's me got he, everything. He, he, uh, he I, it's a 600 Valiant. That uh, that's not enough. It's not going to be enough. That's not enough. You're going to need at least a Boss 30. Uh, or higher, I would say a pen. Uh, I, I I just reposted the list. Perfect. Just look and, at the list. Uh, and, and, and it's it's one through five. I don't even have rig number six in there, which younger, stronger uh, anglers, uh, which is the hundred hundred and thirty pound rig. If you can fish it, fish it. But yeah, your hundred pound test rig is what you use mostly at night. Your your sixty eighty pound rig, which for most people. Uh, you know, uh, most of your life was all you ever needed. A lot of times it's not heavy enough anymore. All right. I can hear the news. I got to go. Okay, it's time <laughs> to go. So let me, and let me leave you guys with this Kobe Bryant quote, okay? The biggest mistake we make in our lifetime is thinking we have time. So go out now. Jonathan, thank you for coming in. Folks, this is Angels Radio, AM830KLA, Angler Chronicles. We are out. We'll talk to you next week.